How to crush your neediness forever. Hello, welcome back. This podcast is for you if you feel like you're too dependent on your partner. Uh, If anyone has ever told you that you're needy or you feel yourself that you are too needy. Um, If you feel unsettled, if you're not in a relationship, if you feel like emotionally dysregulated or antsy, or depressed or anxious when you have time alone to yourself with your own thoughts, then this is for you. Um, This also applies to you if you just want to be healthier and more independent as a person inside of a relationship. One of the things I've noticed lately is that there's a lot of validation-seeking behavior happening on my end. Um, That is that I'm spending so much time on social media and it's like I'm seeking attention. I'm going for likes and views and friend ads and um, I'm throwing out more comments than ever before. Uh, I can feel my brain eagerly avoiding some kind of validation from other people. Right? I, it's, it, it's like kind of craving texts from people. I just like want a response. And that had me realize that one of the things I really miss about dating is having a primary partner with whom I could share everything. All the things that I'm excited about and have them play with those ideas and interact with them in a way that's rewarding for me. That is to say that they take the time to engage with what I'm saying rather than providing kind of just like generic like, oh, that's cool responses, right? I want someone who can play on my level. But the thing is, I think the fact that I'm doing that means that I'm not addressing the need that I have in the background. Uh, and as much as I hate admitting it, I think that means that I'm lonely. And I'm, I'm like an apex introvert. Like, <laughs> I'm really good at being by myself and being cool with that. I have many, many ways to spend time and enjoy myself when I'm spending time alone. So it's really weird having this kind of conversation. But at the same time, I think this brings us nicely to the point. Neediness, I don't think, is a character trait. It can show up frequently in someone's life, right? But I don't think that it's just a part of someone's personality. Neediness comes and goes inside of relationships, and certain relationships can exacerbate that. But at the end of the day, neediness, I'm going to argue, is the result of me not having my needs met. If my needs aren't being met, I am needy. Makes sense, right? So here's a quick tip to make sure that uh, you've got all of your bases covered. Because in theory, if your bases are covered, then you will be like this fine independent woman or man or whatever you are inside of a relationship. You won't have the weird lashing out behaviors. You won't have your emotions like snapping back and forth on a whip. This should leave you in a very secure, grounded, and powerful place to be operating from. And if you're doing it right, it will also make you more desirable. So the first thing that you're gonna wanna do is grab a sheet of paper and fold it in half. On the left half, I want you to put down wants as the title. And on the right half, I want you to put down needs. And what you're going to do is fill out the left half and the right half 
with things that you want in a relationship and things that you absolutely cannot do without in a relationship. Now this in of itself is going to be a useful exercise. Really get clear on what is just kind of icing on the cake and what you absolutely require to function in a relationship. Now obviously the sorting is important, but what's even more important is getting clear on what you need to have to be happy. And whenever you're done with that, you can feel free to unpause this uh, podcast and we'll move forward. Okay, so either you've just blown through that and you're driving and you're just like, bah, whatever, I'm going to do that exercise later. Or you've done it and now we're moving on to part two. (laughs) As you look over your needs column, you may notice a few things. And one of the first things that I noticed was how much of these things I'm putting in other people's laps. This is something that I want someone else to do for me, right? And it's always nice having a partner that can provide those things. I recommend it. If you can get someone that provides all those things to you, freaking amazing. And sometimes that's not strictly necessary. Sometimes there are things that we can provide for ourselves. And in doing that, we we become more whole and complete. We become more confident, more assured about who we are. The bravest people that I know, the people who are least risk averse, who are out making big moves in life, make sure that they take care of their needs first. Brene Brown talks about how her wholehearted people, which I think is her definition of the most emotionally balanced and healthy people, spend an inordinate amount of time on play. Um, the, the, the amount of time that would make most of us blush and then feel guilty, right? And one could argue that that's taking care of needs. Now, once you're done looking through your needs column and reflecting on your life and the poor decisions that you've made, <laughs> what I want you to do is rate each of those needs from one to 10 based on your ability to provide that need for yourself. Now, some of these things you're not going to be able to do, right? You just can't. But others, you'll notice that you have the ability to provide a perfect 10, but you aren't doing that currently. And that's where the neediness is coming from. Now, one of the things that I've noticed in my life personally, and I think this is like corroborated by science, so bear with me here, um, is that when our needs aren't being met, it also easily puts us into a place of survival, of fight or flight, of feeling like we're being attacked. For instance, when I don't have enough food or water, uh, my body will literally go into a response where it thinks that it's starving and it's it's gotta survive, so it's gotta be more aggressive, right? You know, it's gotta defend the territory. And that's where hanger comes from, right? (laughs) So if what you've identified are truly relationship needs, you're also going to notice that those needs, the areas where you're least providing those things for yourself, when they line up with areas that your partner is not capable of providing, things begin to get a little janky, right? That's where the fights start. That's where the arguments start happening. That's when people get locked in their per- perpetual loop of conflict that they just can't freaking seem to escape. And this is your way out. 
You can crush your neediness forever by going through this list and finding areas where you aren't providing for yourself. And for me, in going through my noticing of loneliness, what I can discover for me is that I need to be talking with more than one person about the stuff that matters to me. It's safe and it's easy for me to have conversations with my partner. And fuck, I want that. I would, I would love to have that. But... It's going to be really important for me as a balanced human being to have that with other people. I can't just have one emotional keeper, right? It works if I share with other people. And yes, sometimes they're not going to be available. And yes, it's going to suck and hurt if they're not available. But the more of that I create in my own life, the better I'll be as a partner. Because I'm not relying on that person to regulate my emotions. I'm relying on my community, and that's a much easier task, right? If my partner only has to deal with a little bit, like the 10%, the 20% that's left over after I talk to my community, their job is going to be easier. And ultimately, what we aim to do is provide a relationship where we can be a launching pad, and that other person can be a launching pad for us, where we feel safe and secure and ready to take on the world. So if you cheated and you didn't do the exercise today, that challenge for you, (laughs) the growth opportunity for you is to do that. Get that piece of paper out, fold it in half, write down your wants and needs, and then rate yourself from one to 10 on your ability to provide for your own needs. Then look and see, where am I being needy? And if you want to take on a bonus step, figure out the next steps. How can I shore up this neediness? How can I provide for me? Okay, that's all the time that we have for today. My name is Rob Wong. This is the Great Date Guy podcast. And thank you once again for listening. It means a great deal to me that you've stuck with this podcast for as long as you have. Or if this is your first time, thank you for checking us out. I don't know why I keep on saying us. It's really, it's me. (laughs) Thank you for checking me out. Oh, that's weird. All right. Anyway, um, if you have any questions or comments or concerns, you can find me on Facebook. And if you liked this podcast, or actually, I should probably give you my handle. I think it's at R.L. Wong, W-A-N-G. Or you can find me on Instagram at Rob Says Hi. And as always, if you got something out of this, please rate it, share it, send it off to a friend who could benefit. Thanks again. We'll catch you next Thursday, 8 a.m. Pacific time. Oh, and forgot to do my signed off. Okay, thanks. Bye.